Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm a teacher, tarot oracle card reader, and I'm also a singer and guitarist in the rock band Red Treasure, and I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach, and I help people shift away from negative thinking and they transform and i'm actually in san diego california thank you so much for listening and watching at this time we're posting a brand new episode for you every monday morning we really appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast liking us following us subscribing us leaving us a comment and writing us a review all of that helps other people find us each week we start our discussion from a different jumping off point and this week we are going to start off by me pulling an oracle card and I'm going to read it for us, and then we're going to talk about whatever the heck comes up out of that. Because we've done that method before, and it quite often leads to really cool stuff. This is the Oracle of the Seven Energies car, uh, card deck from Colette Barrett-Reed. Is that the one we used last time? Or yeah. Like a different one? I it's, really it's like become it. my favorite. Yeah. I'm, yeah every now sure. and then I'm like, oh, I should use a different deck. And I'm like, oh, but I love that one so much. Yeah. I'm glad you use that one. I guess I thought if we have if we talk, if I pull the same card we pulled before, I guess we can pull a different card, but yeah, we'll see. Alright, here we go. What is the universe got in mind for us to talk about? I think we have talked about this one before. I think I might have to pull the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, I think I have. All right. What is it? The beautiful card. Uh, Beyond the Ordinary. Hmm. Read it. Read it with Beyond the Ordinary. That doesn't sound familiar to me. Yeah, now I'm confusing it with like readings I've done for myself or for. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I can't remember if we did it here or. No, we, we haven't. Okay, Beyond the Ordinary. Um, the key concepts of this card are the mystical inevitable part of life trusting in the invisible world without understanding it uh, recognizing that some things cannot be known in advance and are not meant to be grasped intellectually the awareness that everything is as it should be even if it doesn't seem to make sense to you in the moment um, so there's a text that Colette Baron Reed read wrote for this card so i'll read that um beyond beyond our ordinary worlds defined by our memory our intellect and our five senses is a mystical realm of beauty magic and extraordinary potential this is the spiritual realm the quantum reality called by some the great mystery this place does not operate under the same laws we're used to but rather has its own way of working that is perfect though it was hard for us to understand when you want to know what is to come, the nature of something, or where you're heading, it's natural to turn to a trusted oracle and expect some kind of answer that will inform your view of how things are, might be, or should be. Sometimes this is not possible because the elements cannot be named or they are not yet in place. Things may still be in flux, so you cannot know and may never be meant to know. 
No matter how hard you try to understand why something happened or how or when it will happen, now is the time to surrender to not knowing. The mystery is a mystery because it is at present unknowable and as yet unmade. Even its potential is impossible to understand. What is waiting for you lies beyond the ordinary, but it has not yet chosen its shape, its path, and the manner by which it will be delivered. Your job is to stay the course, allowing whatever comes to be exactly as it will, without trying to ascertain anything about it in advance. That doesn't bring up a lot for me, I think. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Wow. Are you oh, sure we haven't discussed this on the show before? I feel like this no, one we have. Really? No. Okay. Show the picture. Mm-mm. No, I don't even know that. I've so for those of you um, listening to the audio version, it's a, man, it's hard to describe. It's beautiful colors and everything. Uh, it's sort of a woman in a meditative state, sort of standing with her arms folded across her chest. And there's like, like a spiritual bird or something sort of coming out of her chest. And like her thoughts and feelings are like stars flowing out of her brain. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Can you see but yeah. wow, that's really powerful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Holy moly. I just feel like you gave me a reading. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> you start reading it. And I also like... gave one for me and for everyone. That's <laughs> yes. what I do. Holy smokes. I mean, that was more on Colette Baron Reed than me, but. Um... Thank you, Colette. And you're being the channel. Thank you, Colin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of some stuff that we just talked about last week when I was talking about um, the the two gentlemen in the 50s car that, right. that I saw again like three and a half hours later. The, the young couple that I could not get away from <laughs> yeah. and the construction that and was that there. Was, was that both in the same week or were they? Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah, the guys in the car was Saturday night, and then the, the young couple in Beverly Hills was uh, Thursday morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so read the, the first part of the card. Trust, okay, so mystical. I was trying to write everything down. There's so much, I couldn't get it off. Uh, the key concepts, the mystical, ineffable part of life. Trusting in the invisible world without understanding it. Recognizing that some things cannot be known in advance and are not meant to be grasped intellectually. The awareness that everything is as it should be, even if it doesn't make sense to you right now in the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, and not everybody has to believe this, but what I've come to believe is that you know, as Colette actually says herself, like 99% of what's going on is invisible. Like there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes of what we see, you know, what we can see, feel, hear, touch, you know, with our actual physical senses. And um, it, it would be very easy for someone, you know, from if I told that story of the, the two guys in the convertible who just kept, <laughs> who randomly showed up again three and a half hours later, or the young couple that I couldn't get away from, of like, oh, it's just coincidence. You know, coincidence happens. It's a, it's a universe with randomness to it, and sometimes randomly, um, you know, weird things happen. And I just don't 
that's not my belief. My belief now is that, you know, there's a, there's a, you can call it weird if you want to, but there's a, there's a force, which is basically the law of attraction that is literally creating your life the way you're vibrating all the time. Like everything I experience is the result of my past vibrations about what the, this moment would be. And what I keep trying to do with my life is just wake up to the fact, remind myself to the fact that if something is not how I would, how I really like it, it can be different if I just change my vibration around it. Um, yeah. Things tend to stay the same if you keep, if I keep my vibration the same around it. Like if I. Exactly. Things are I, changing, but they're changing the same thing. Yeah. Like if I dislike something and I just keep thinking about how I don't like it and I just keep spending energy on going through the inventory of reasons why I don't like it, then I'm most likely going to just keep creating that thing. If I focus on something else and focus on something that makes me happy, a lot of times those things drift away because I'm just not vibrating about them anymore right you're not focused you're not focused yeah. so yeah the law of attraction is managing and orchestrating it all yeah coming back to what we were talking about in the last episode about that um in letting the powerful law of attraction work for you yeah and i think this gets into a thing of like and you've talked about this really well i, I feel like the way you talk about it really explains it really well but you know, if somebody had no idea what the law of attraction or the art of lying was, and I explained it to them, like one question they might have is like, oh, so I can predict the future? Is that what you're telling me, Colin? Because if I heard you correctly, you're saying like, if I can, you know, choose my thoughts, choose my vibration, then that will mean that, you know, I will decide that I want to manifest something in my life. And I might not be able to predict the exact time, but if I'm doing the art of allowing correctly, then it will show up and I've predicted the future. And I think to a certain extent that's true, but the real, I think what this card is talking about is, and again, this is just my personal belief is like, I don't know why life, human life in this time is set up this way, but it is, it's set up in a way in which we're supposed to be surprised by what happens. And the surprise is boring if we knew everything beforehand. Like, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a weird thing as a human, I think, because it's understandable that familiarity is comfortable, comfortable and comforting, and predictability is comfortable and comforting. But it also seems like, as much as we desire comfort, we also want excitement, and we want we want to be delighted, and we want to be amazed, and we want to be turned on by things in life. And, and we so, do want some change. Yeah. Seems to be a different. So I think the thing about the law of attraction is you can, yes, you can predict the future to an extent by saying if, if you are clear about what you want and you're clear about what you focus on and you keep your vibration high by feeling good feelings often, like you will bring those things into your life. And in a manner of speaking, like you had some influence over the future, but the way you know, Mike Dooley talks about the terrible house, like people for, for whatever reason, and I'm the worst offender of this on occasion, um, we get obsessed with, okay, that's not enough for me. Knowing that I'm going to get this thing I want, that's not enough. I have to know exactly how, when, 
where, who's going to bring it. You know, I want to know the whole thing. And that's the part where we get in, I think, the most trouble. is like the more we leave to the universe to, like, figure that out and have it be a mystery, the better off you are. The more you try to, like, figure out all the different steps that are going to have to happen in this order and this time and all that, that's where you you go awry, basically. Well, and I think that's where the practicing the trust. Yeah. And I, th and I always like to go back, especially right now, I've just – I'm you know, in the last year or more, I've started making lists of all the things that I've wanted in my life. Yeah. And then how they came about and yeah. then, and just make like, Oh, I wanted this and it happened. I wanted this. And so what I'm wanting now is no different. Yeah. You know, thinking like something is bigger than something else. And so therefore it's impossible or how, yeah. um, but you know, even in the card said surrender to not knowing. Yeah. That is really powerful. Yeah. And I think too, it's like when I am doing my best to feel a little better, bit better, that's why I meditate in the morning um, because I know that kind of sets the tone for me. Yeah. Um, and then doing those other things like a, I'm, I haven't done it a lot lately, but sometimes while I'm making breakfast, I'll have um, my echo play, my dance music playlist on shuffle. And so I'll dance while I'm making breakfast mm -hmm. or listen to Abraham while I'm making breakfast or, you know, and so all of those things I like to say are pre-paving hmm. a future moment. Not only am I feeling better in the moment, but also because I'm feeling better in the moment, what's to come is going to feel good too, because hmm. my energy, my vibration is such that I'm feeling good now. Therefore I'm pre-paving a future moment to feel good too. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of, of life itself is like, I may not know exactly how, who, what, when, and where, but when I'm doing my part, which is kind of goes back to that 1% that we've talked about, which is do my best to feel a little bit better in the moment. Um, I'm ensuring that my future moments are going to feel better. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think what this card is talking about is, um, you know, it's not saying don't, don't, don't figure out what you desire. Don't figure out what you want. Don't, you know, don't do any of that. It's just saying, let go of how is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? What, you know, like that's the, the whole example that I said in last week's episode about how this, I kept seeing this young couple and I couldn't get away from them no matter how many wrong turns <laughs> I took. But there was that construction that was, that has never been there before that, that, that prevented me from getting just right into my doctor's office parking lot. And that, to me, the, it's the construction thing on the street that's the most fascinating part of that story because that's the part where if I just don't question it, if I just say, I don't know why that construction's there, but it's got to be there for a reason that's good for me, then I'm going to have a much easier time, A, just in general, like I'm going to be less frustrated, but also I'm going to be more awake to what are the surprises and delights that the universe are, is going to arrange for me. And as we talked about, like I've been desiring a, a romantic relationship to be manifested into my life. And like the construction being there showed me this indicator that like that apparently it's on its way. Um, you know, but if I had said, um, you know, well, I, that's not good enough for me. I want to know how, you know, the relationship is going to happen and like, where am I going to meet this person, all that sort of stuff. It's like, 
Yeah, that's where I'm starting to get into the role of trying to play the universe's part. We've talked, yeah. I think it was season two, that episode about stay out of the control room, stay out of the universe's control room. Mm -hmm. It's like the board that controls the universe is way too complicated for you, has way too many dials and buttons and levers. You'll mess it up. Like, so don't even try to get in that room. Like, just let well, you don't, And you don't know the vibration of everything. You right. don't know where everything is. Kind of like with the Dungeons and Dragons. Like, yeah, it's funny how you're the dungeon master. Is that what it's called? It is. Yeah, because you, um, <laughs> you know, you pretty much can see the bigger picture and you know everything. Yeah. But that's that's so you're kind of like your your law of attraction in that game. Um, yeah. Because you know a lot more than the players. Where in hum in life, for you and I, like we're more the players, and yeah. law of attraction is more the the manager of it all. And, it, it, you know, I keep saying it, just going back to trusting, like just, you know, yeah, like I always like to, even when I'm working with someone, just be like, well, remember when, like, tell me, like, there's so many things you're living right now that at one time you weren't, that you wanted, yeah, you know, and feeling a, a lot of appreciation for that. And then like letting that be an example of this thing that you're wanting now is no different. Yeah, and I think, you know, to expand on what we talked about last week, you know, because we talked about how um, the law of attraction is working 24-7, 365. Like, it, it doesn't ever, it's like gravity. It doesn't, sh we don't have a day where gravity gets shut off. Um, <laughs> it's on holiday. It's but, not working. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody broken, get sorry. Every, everybody get your home buckles and straps ready for no gravity day. Um we're gonna just, stay indoors, just stay indoors and just be buckled to the floor. Um but like but also it's not just that the law of attraction is working all the time like gravity. It's also if we keep our vibration high, meaning we have we feel good, we're thinking thoughts that are that make us feel good and we're feeling good. It's also working for us all the time to bring us awesome stuff and to make our lives better and happier all the time. So it's not just that it's always operative. It's also, as long as we're in a vibration of allowing good stuff, it's also always bringing good stuff to us. And, and you can trust that. And you can kind of, if you just start your day with the, uh, with the idea of like, the universe is already going to bring me a lot of stuff great stuff today if I just chill out and allow it to happen. Um, if I energize the other way, and we we talk a lot about that scene in The Secret where the woman stubs her toe getting out of bed in the morning and there's two two ways she can react. You know, she can be like, oh, it's going to be that kind of day. That was so then, great because we could all relate to that one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then, but when she's like, when she chooses that path, you know, the, Ugh, it's going to be that kind of day. Then she goes to the bathroom and she's out of toothpaste. She's like, well, of course I'm out of toothpaste. It's just that kind of day, you know? And then she's, you know, she goes outside and I don't know, like a car drives by, splashes mud on her dress or something. She's like, well, of course that happened. It's that kind of day. I mean, it's just one thing after another. And again, it's easy for us to think, oh, these are just random things that are happening to me for no reason. But when she chooses the other path, you know, she stubs her toe getting out of bed. She's like, ah, I stubbed my toe. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. And then she goes to the bathroom and still there's no toothpaste. She's like, yeah, I'll get some on the way home. You know, I'll, I'll get. She brushes her teeth. Yeah. yeah, I'll get some gum at the store or something. And, yeah. you know, so I won't have bad breath at work. But then I'll buy some on the way home or whatever. Um, then she has a good day. 
you know, she doesn't, she doesn't get, you know, traffic isn't too bad. She has a good day at work, all this sort of stuff. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like if we can just sort of set ourselves on like a positive, happy autopilot, then the universe will just bring awesome stuff to us, you know? And it, it really is a daily, I feel like, um, every morning it's like a reset button, hmm. you know, it's like what I did yesterday, it can carry me for a little while, but I still yeah. like have to wake when I wake up in the morning, it's okay. What can I do to what do I need to do to take care of myself? What do I need to do to kind of prepave for future moments? Like, to, you know, set my mental state because, you know, yeah. we take a shower, we brush our teeth, you know, we iron our clothes, whatever, you know, we do that kind of physical stuff. But what about the emotional, emotional, mental and spiritual aspect of who we are, which is much greater than, yeah. you know, that other, you know, human, you know, need to use the restroom, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. that has a bigger impact on us and yeah. effect. You know, I can wear crumpled clothes, but you know, if I'm, um, and, and be okay, if I've set the tone for, you know, meditating or listening to music or, you know, making yeah. myself or whatever, but if I've ironed my clothes, but I've gotten out of the bed and I've stubbed my toe and I'm just thinking like, I don't want to go. Or, 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 yeah. did, why did she say that yesterday? Or, 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 or. Yeah. Then it's like, it doesn't matter how nice you look on the outside because your insides are like. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I was talking, you mentioned the Dungeons and Dragons thing and, and I am in this weird position of, although I have to say, so I'm the dungeon master. So I create the story for the, players and what their fictional characters that they each run are going to bump into and things. But I don't control what they do. And I'm always amazed at like, I prepare like... That's um, law of attraction. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's... Again, it doesn't control it, it what operates we do, everywhere. it's just responding. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I will prepare, like, I will say, okay, there's these monsters in this room and there's these other sort of people people but with evil intentions in this room and then this room whatever and i'll i will sort of practice or plan out like well if if the characters of the players come into this room this is what they'll do and if they go into this room this is what the monsters will do or whatever but i'm always amazed and i i i try to and i think i do a pretty good job of like not getting attached to any specific battle plan or anything for anybody that they're going to bump into because the players always almost always do something that i hadn't anticipated um i don't know if i told you this story but like there's so they're in this dungeon right now like trying to rescue some people and also figure out what these sort of evil people are up to and um they uh there was an evil dragon that they tried to talk to but it was it just attacked them so they killed it um, out of no other option. And um, so they left that room and uh, they went on to other things. And I was thinking about the the, the villains, you know, that I, that I control. And I was thinking, you know, that dragon that was on the villain side is really valuable to them. And I, and one of the characters is a wizard, the bad evil characters is a wizard who has all these magical powers that can be invisible, that can be silent. And they can also teleport themselves and other people places with spells and stuff. So I thought... I love teleporting. I look forward to <laughs> Teleportation is cool. Um, so I thought, you know, the, the players' characters are all in this other part of the dungeon. I was like, there's no reason that that magic wizard character couldn't come back 
you know, sneak past them with their magic invisibility, magic silence, and like go back to the room of the dragon and just teleport them and the dragon away. And, um, you know, so that if they, so that, and then magically try to raise the dragon from the dead, which some characters can do. And I, and I was planning through all the scenarios of like, like, is there any way that the player characters could find out that this was happening? And I was okay if they did, but I, but I basically thought, no, I don't think there's any way. Cause like this wizard, this evil wizard is going to be invisible. They're going to be silent. And then they're just going to teleport them and the dragon. So it's like, what, how would they find out? And one of my players characters has a bird. And, it, and he has a magical connection with this bird. And um, the bird, he can't really talk to the bird, but he can see through the bird's eyes. Like whatever the bird sees, he can see. Yeah. So the characters, are, the player characters are doing their thing. And I am secretly in the background of my mind going like, okay, the, the evil wizard character is like, you know, actually in the same room with them, but he's magically, she's magically silent, magically invisible. She's hopping through. She gets to the room of the dragon. And just randomly, the player with the bird says, I had the bird fly back to the room of the dragon and to see if anything's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I was like, just, and he had no idea, no idea. He just thought something might be up. He just wanted to check, I guess. I don't even know what spawned that. Like, that was that was an intuitive thought. He got a yeah. nod from the yeah. the mystical the what was it trust this invisible realm. Yeah. That's awesome. He listened yeah. to that. Yeah, he got that nudge. Ah, that was awesome. So the he the bird saw the evil wizard and like yeah. the bird told the player character, he told everybody else, they all ran back to that room and we had a big fight with the with the evil wizard person. And I was, that was just like, yeah, that's why I don't prepare too much because as a dungeon master, because I'm like, I, like I brought, it's funny cause I have little figures that represent all the characters and I was almost going to not bring the evil wizard character because I was like, and eh, they probably won't see her do anything. And I was like, I'm going to bring her just in case. And I needed her cause they found her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was well, so it funny. It goes back to that whole, you know, I, I talked to people and it's like, Oh, and I didn't listen to my gut. My gut said, yeah. I'm like, no, listen to your Always. gut. Your gut will yeah. never stir you wrong. Yeah. It's when we don't listen to it that later we realize, like, man. Yeah. Well, because for me, I think that intuitive nudge, and you're totally correct. Like, I think he just had something like, I feel like something's up in the room with the dragon, you know. And there's, there's no physical evidence. There was no indicator that that was going on. But that is that inner voice that talks to us is so often at odds with the physical reality we see, you know, like we'll be talking, talking about the, the card said people have this all the time when they're like talking to salespeople or whatever. And like all the information from the salesperson is like, everything's fine, but they have an intuitive thing of like, something isn't right about this. And like lots of people have had that experience of like, when they listen to their gut, they find out afterwards, like, Oh, the salesperson was shady or, Oh, that product actually didn't work and you know, whatever. But if they did, if they ignored it and they went ahead and bought the thing, then they find out later and they regret it. And it's like, 
I think that that inner intuitive voice is actually connected to the invisible. Like that's our connection to the invisible. Absolutely. That's why for me, I love meditation so much because that was one of the gifts I got from it after doing it for several months. I I just like knew certain things. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, the meditating regularly helped strengthen my intuition. Yeah. So, um, and then there's something early. Oh, you know, doing something um, like with the helping our vibration. It's like, you know, napping. Oh man, napping is so good for us. Like, if you're yeah. tired, go take a nap. You know, those things are actions. You know, laughing, yeah. playing, um, whatever it is that makes you feel a little bit better, do it. If you like it, do it. Do it often. I'm a, I'm really amazed sometimes at myself in how I will stay in a negative frame of mind for like, I I mean, shorter than I used to be, but like, I'm still sort of amazed sometimes I will, I think I talked a couple episodes ago about how I got into some sort of mental funk and I stayed there for 20 minutes, you know, and it's just sort of like, why, why do we do that? Like, why do we, you know, like, Colin, 20 minutes isn't long. (laughs) No, I know, but I mean, well, but when it's pretty freaking good, actually. No, I know, but when you talk about how it's 68 seconds is the threshold for creation, you know, like it's like 20 minutes is a lot, you know. Well, 68 seconds and law attraction kicks in and starts responding and gives you another thing like that, whatever you're feeling or thinking. Yeah. 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 But I'm just, I think they're, you know, for me, when I look at like, well, why do I do that? Like, why do I keep thinking negative thoughts and like, whatever? And it's that it's a couple things. I think, Hey, it's just what I learned, you know, like I just observed. It's a, fa- it's a habit. That. It's a habit. Yeah. That's all. Just but like- it's also that it does create this energy. It's negative energy, but it does create energy momentum. And that I don't want to say it feels good, it but feels it feels, familiar. it feels familiar and it feels like energizing in some weird way. You know, like well, if that's I'm the ever, thing. yeah, if I'm ever complaining to a friend, again, I don't want to say it feels good, but there, it is. It's it's kind of that. It's feeding something. It's that, that feeling you're... bad that feels kind of good. I don't know how to yeah. describe yeah. it, but it's like we can all, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people who can relate to that. Yeah, and and then sometimes we need to look at that, like what is, yeah. how is that serving me, and is it really? What am I getting from that? That's all. Yeah, yeah. But twenty minutes, dude. It's so great. Oh no, I know. I mean, I used to, yeah, before I learned before about the it was weeks. Yeah, <laughs> months. Some people years. Like, no, yeah. I mean that's the th- yeah. No, I mean really, it's yeah. No, I, I understand, but it's like I'm trying to limit it as much as I can. But you're oh, right. you're doing awesome. Thank you. <laughs> doing doing no small part due to your coaching that I benefited from. So. All right. That's well, all the work you've done. Yeah. Um, we're so happy that you joined us for our discussion here today. We hope you got something uh, good out of it. Um, remember, we're posting a brand new episode for you every Monday morning at this point. We truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast. That includes liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, and writing us a review. All of that helps other people find the show. All of our social media links and our email address are in the description on the YouTube video version of this down below. Um, we wish you a happy and abundant week. Um, we encourage you to just trust and welcome good things into your life and not worry about how they're going to happen. Um, and we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody.